I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Tuesday. So that means one thing. It's the new episode of Glamour. Hey, it's okay. Our fabulous weekly podcast. We've got lots of incredibly important issues to talk about today, which is actually a lie, but we're still going to have fun. Yes, here we are once again in the Glamour pod cupboard. We don't even say podcast cupboard anymore. We've shortened it in that trendy way. Today, I am joined by my fabulous deputy editor at Glamour magazine, Lindsay Frankel. Hello. And we also have uh, one of my favourite people in the whole world, <gasps> no pressure. She is a fabulous author, broadcaster, telev- television presenter, designer, vintage curating goddess of wonderful joys. Oh, she's so lazy. I know. <laughs> And the more I talk, the more I think, actually, I hate her. I can't bear it. <laughs> oh. I can't actually bear the jealousy. But, you know, she's here now. It's Dorno Porter. Hi. Oh, do you know what I forgot to say? What? Glamour columnist. Yes. Extraordinaire. Well, how could I forget that? <laughs> that's my number one gig, I was going to say, that's like your first job. I yeah. mean, and how long have you had that job now? I can't remember. A couple of years. Yeah. yeah it's a good couple of years. Yeah. And I have to say, all jokes aside and, and ribbing of Dawn, of course I didn't forget that because it's one of the most popular things Shut in the your issue. Face. No, it is. No, it's it true. Is. Everyone loves it. Seriously. Oh, well, I love it. Oh, good. I love my glamour column. I love my glamour column because I can talk about whatever I want and you very rarely say you can't talk about that. I think that's probably only happened once. What did I... What did I oh, like? I don't know, but it was one of those ones that I was just banging on about something. It's when you said the week. C word and probably said you hated all people from Ireland probably. or something like I that. Probably. I really yeah. do, though. I, they, I really hate them. <laughs> they are just a bad, bad breed. Mm. Yeah, not into that. No, but I get to talk about like everything from immigration to fanny farts. It's perfect. Yeah, and sometimes the two <laughs> in one, life. you know, I mean... <laughs> You know, there probably are some immigrants who have done a funny fart, so you could... I don't know. It's a global phenomenon, is the funny fart. Yeah, that's true. We like to mask it, over it that. Know, but, it knows no yeah. boundaries. It doesn't. <laughs> and it also doesn't let you know when it's going to happen. Anyway, what we want to talk and about... And I just want to thank you for bringing this to the usual highbrow standard that I'm You're, used to from you, Mrs. O'Porter. Very, very welcome. <laughs> I'm not just obnoxious in print. No. 
But, and what else are you up to? You're in London visiting us fleetingly. I am in London doing Bob stuff. Mm. Um, now explain Bob. Bob is my clothing line. I'm being, I just yesterday photographed about 200 pieces of vintage clothing, which we're launching online in a few weeks. And I just finished a novel. So I've been having meetings with my editor and just basically swanning around the place in 70s chiffon, really. Amazing. Apart from today when I look particularly boring because I had my baby this morning. Yeah, but you've got a... Well, that makes had, it sound like you had a baby this no, morning. No, well, I did. I just knocked out a baby this morning. Isn't really that weird? Impressive. That's <laughs> because why your eye shirt... makeup looks really flawless. I know, it's waterproof, so <laughs> it was fine. I, um, and, I, and, and you're wearing a Bella Freud jumper that says, bada-boom. Bada that, that feels like a punchline now to, I had a baby. I had a bada-boom. Bada <laughs> um, I, I know, I took, I, I mean, as in I was the main carer of my one and a half year old this morning I took him to the park and you know we were playing with him so I didn't wear anything too flamboyant but yeah I love Bella Floyd Bella Bella Freud. I got Chris the art jumper for his birthday because our baby's called Art. I kind of want the t-shirt of it's that. It's really good. Because I'm weirdly obsessed with your baby. Yeah, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah. And then I got the Bada Boom one because I don't know if this is what Bella meant by it, but my cat is called Lilu after Mia Jokovic from The Fifth Element. And in that film, she says, Bada Boom, big Bada Boom. So there you go. Now you didn't ask the question, but I told you the answer. <laughs> what else? <laughs> no, I'm, out. I'm out. With your, with your vintage, because I, obviously I follow you on Instagram I you know follow you on Twitter I watch you when you sleep you actually all of those things follow me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I follow you an enormous amount but with your you know and I was sort of watching your vintage shoot unfold yesterday I to me it's like your children those clothes do you actually ever want to sell them no I find mm. it really hard and the key to business is to sell things and um, that's true but, I'm glad you know that much yeah, yeah. Well, it's taken me about two and a half years to work that out yeah. but um, I do I want to keep them but the great thing about vintage is that I can wear it and then sell it because oh, the whole point is that they're genius. pre-worn so yeah. a lot of the clothes I'll keep for if I really love them I'll keep for a couple of months and then sell them and that seems to work quite well Um and that's allowed. You can also add an as worn by on the tag. Or and then everyone's like, price. no. Or a, a, a warning. <laughs> yeah. Slightly soiled yes. by Mrs. O'Porter. I, I will yeah. just beware. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the great thing about it. I, I, I've been designing new clothes for a long time, but I'm kind of, I'm build, rebuilding the vintage side of the uh, business again, because that's the bit that I really love. The sourcing and that feeling of selling it to someone who's found something really special. I just look like a weird granny if I try and wear vintage. I need you to take me vintage shopping. With pleasure. Yeah, you always say that. You never do, though. Your husband would never speak to me again. Uh, well, <laughs> you know. I Your mean, Instagram he, would go he crazy. Doesn't, he doesn't really like you very much anyway. Oh, so it's I love him, <laughs> though. <laughs> That's, no, I'm kidding. He absolutely you, you adores should start you. a new hashtag, friends my husband hates. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To which he would say, I didn't even know you had any friends. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's the kind of lovely, loving relationship we have. But, um, Non-stop yeah. affection in that house. Yeah, but I find vintage really hard. I just don't have the patience. It does. It does take some patience. But it also, I was talking to Gizzy about this the other day, it takes, the more you vintage shop, the quicker you get. So, like, you literally just scan a rail and you'll know if there's anything on it that you're interested in. But yeah, first few times it's a bit slow. Mm. But then you go home with one thing that no one else has got and it's so awesome. Yeah, but then I'm always worried. How do you tell the difference between, uh, you know, I see things and I think if Dawn was wearing that, that would look fabulous. I feel like I'm wearing a costume. Hashtag sometimes. just bloody wear it. Jo. Oh, man. This, is, this yeah. is the hashtag that I created yeah. because too many people say, I mean, you know this, you're, you're kind of bonkers and into fashion and you all wear like weird and wonderful things. It's just, 
this, uh, you know, there's just not a size 8, 10, 12, 14 of the stuff that I wear. you just got to search for that one piece. But I do try and like, I like the way that vintage takes me out of comfort zones every now and then. And I do like the idea of making a statement mm. that isn't very obvious. More also, a, do you need to find your era? for? So if you're a certain shape or size, do you, are you better off looking at... 50s or 60s or like how I mean, do you have to kind of put a bit of research into it before you just go shopping well that definitely works like no matter what whether you're into vintage or not you know what suits your shape mm. and there's definitely like that 50s silhouette suits people with bigger hips and you know there's mm. there's stuff like that that you can do but I mean I I think finding your era is a good way to get into it but I don't think you should ever lock yourself into any one look because I think I'm quite known for being 60s but I actually probably wear more 50s and 70s mm. so I think the great yeah. thing about vintage is if i I can also put on an 80s power suit and no one bats an eyelid because my look is now just vintage. Like yeah. it's, I like I like the fact that I can dress for my mood and I think if you shop eclectically, then you can wake up and always have something to wear. And what does Chris think of your wardrobe? He loves it. Does he? Yeah. You look sound really defensive when you <laughs> he say lo- that. He, lo- he loves it. Of course he does. No, uh, he, uh, he does love it. And I know that, like if we're going out on a date, he if I walk in the room with something crazy that I'm going to wear he will then step up what he's wearing because he's quite a vibrant dresser as well. Like he loves floral prints and big Hawaiian shirts and crazy shoes and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, together we just look like a big pile of sick. <laughs> you have to make sure you don't clash before yeah. you go. Well, we, we quite like the matchy-matchy thing. So we quite like if I've got a dress where the predominant colour is pink, he'll kind of put pink into his tie. Or, yeah. Oh, no, I, I was... that dresses together. Yeah, I was kind of hoping you were going to say like, you know, I always love those pictures of... David Beckham and Victoria Beckham wearing the all leather or Justin yeah. and Britney in their all denim. Do that. Well, you haven't seen us at home, Joe. It's not oh. far off. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's true. vintage now. Yeah. That's, yeah. And tell me about how's the book going? You've said you you've finished, finished it. it. I mean, How you know, you because you are my modern pen pal, email pal buddy, you know that I went through absolute hell writing this last novel. I, I tried And the one it. before that. And, and the, the one, one before, before that. Because that's just typical yeah. writing. I'm, life, I'm so it? familiar with Dorno Porter's writing <laughs> process. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's the, here's, here's the depths of despair, email angst. This goes on for about 11. Seven days, yeah. and then we get into euphoria when she's yeah. cracked it. It's like, and I, Joe, I just wrote I, such an amazing paragraph. And I'm always trying to remind her that euphoria is not there for it. No, not this time. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to just go and fake my death and just, you know. On this yeah. last book, I yeah. really genuinely didn't think that there would ever be anything euphoric about the entire process. I started it just after I had art. I'd launched Bob three months before I had my baby. It was, I, you know put way too much on my plate for that whole year whilst always you know, writing a book to have this creative free mind where you can just sit down and walk around or whatever and come up with ideas there was no time to come up with ideas so I sit down at my computer and that blank page would just be like ugh, staring at me mm. and um anyway eventually because you know I'd got paid before I wrote it I had to finish the book so there was about two months where I got an office out of the house and I just sorted childcare out and I was like right I'm getting in and I just got obsessed with it for two months and finished it and now I think it's brilliant that's really <laughs> exciting though yeah you should think it's brilliant I don't know how anybody writes a book I know it's just so daunting I mean poor Lindsay <laughs> she gets to see you know the angst and torture if I've got to write 300 words for an editor's letter <laughs> I mean that is like days of sold and I mean, it's always the last page in the magazine to go it is but it's always. carefully crafted and a lot of thought goes into it <clears throat> yeah yeah. <laughs> loads of thought goes into it yeah but I like this concept of being paid for things before you actually do them I know oh, no, you I've, been, do I've been paid to write another three books which makes me feel Ouch. sick surely there's a loophole there you know like, no well having babies was I thought was a loophole but that didn't work I'm I'm going back to this faking your death thing you can yes. do like that canoe man thing yes oh and, that you know, didn't end well though did it it didn't but I think Dawn's cleverer than him I think it might work what? 
I need to just fake my own death. You're right. And then write a book about it. And then write a book about it when I come back miraculously. What? What? What happened? See, uh, you know, I'm always always giving ideas to other people. It was all a dream. (laughs) Joe, I'll credit you in my my thank yous for that. We're going to do prison together. Yes. We're going to talk about something very serious now. This is something that I, I'm almost, you know, afraid to admit occupies a lot of time in the glamour office, Dawn. This oh. is the kind of serious shit that we really get down to. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'm in the mood to talk about politics, guys. <sighs> yeah, wow. news, news. You targeting. get in the mood because this is important. Okay. Uh, we are consumed with this idea. Is it okay to have a sort of like weirdly obsessive order of service of doing things in the shower? <laughs> I understand the urgency. I'm of not laughing. I don't understand why she's laughing. Lizzie. I understand. Yeah. I mean, I can't understand all this talk of Hillary and Donald when there's this to be discussed. This is much frankly. more interesting. Absolutely. No, you're right. Let's get yeah, in there. It's a much more. When you ex- say order of service, well, it's just. This is maybe it's just me. Oh, it's just I was in the shower hey, okay. recently. I mean, I every day, but recently I had this when I and I literally wash every single thing in exactly the same order every single time and I wondered if that was like a mental problem <laughs> but yeah so talk us through it go on We've okay got time. well all right so here I am I'm naked I'm in the shower um, I'm, a, I'm really worried about what's going to happen next but I wash go. my hair every day hair under wash bit of conditioner I don't know how long that is um, left arm left underarm right arm right underarm torso boobs Thighs. Under the boobs takes a while, legs. Though, doesn't it? Not for me, dear. We've already had that discussion <laughs> earlier today. It's almost like, um, you know, a bit of a sort of a, it's, you know, at the at the moment it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. There's a bit of, you know, a bit of time to check all that situation yeah, out. That's fine. Important. I don't enjoy it, I promise. And then feet, boom, out. How do you wash your feet? I get some soap. I lather it up with my hand and then sort of like, scrub it like I'm wiping my feet on the mat on the floor of the shower oh wow yeah I just kind of I just oh pumice stone I forgot pumice stone oh that's old school yeah I have to do that every day every day on your feet wow yeah Oh, look at my look! You just look at my baby heels there, girl. That's that's little and often. They're, they're good heels. Yeah. I don't I'm think not I've sure seen if a this pumice is very stone. I think it is. I don't think I've seen a pumice stone in the shower since the eighties. Well, you've been to my shower. Actually, let's not talk about that. But it's, <laughs> I just went quiet. I was like, I'm not telling that story, Joe. It's up to you. I'm going to say that one from my podcast. Okay. Yeah. No, but yeah. Well, so is that really weird? Because well, I, I'm the same with getting dressed as well. Do you know what? I don't think I'd ever actually acknowledged it until you started telling that story. But I think certainly on work mornings, I do do everything in the same order. And it's just a case of needing to be out of bed clean and presentable in the shortest space of time possible yeah. and the best way to do that is just to know what you're doing with also being half asleep yeah. basically but I've never really thought about it in great detail no, I don't I know don't why know it struck I me recently I think it might have been I don't know because the shampoo was missing and I was and I found myself oh, strangely annoyed that, yeah I just found myself really irritated that I wasn't doing that for But also, oh, Dawn, you've got a lot on your plate, as we have just ascertained. You've got a lot of things going on. So presumably you need routine in your life, whether it be no in the routine. shower. Oh, really? I, 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 I panic at the thought of routine. I, ah. just, I, it's, I, just, I just can't do it. So in the shower, I actually have no idea what I do. But I also, I would test new products. Like I just bought this kind of rubbery mitt thing that exfoliates your face. Ooh, so I've been experimenting nice. with that recently, which has good? been thrilling. It is good. I have a terrible block pore problem, but I don't like using abrasive uh, scrubs on my face all the time. Mm. So this is like a gentle, natural, Ooh. I'm veering off. But yeah, wonderful. Um, and I don't think, 
I think I backbrush my hair to different levels of intensity on different days, so the shampooing process can be different sometimes. Um, I shave my legs probably once a month. I I don't think I do have any routine. Every day, the only thing that I do kind of religiously every morning, the first thing I do when I wake up is check my email because I live on an eight-hour time difference and so my inbox is absolutely full. And then I go and make a coffee and then I do whatever Art wants to do. Oh, my God, I can't face the email inbox without the cup of tea in my hand first. Yeah, that's quite... It's the first thing I do. I reach for my phone and I have to start because all my staff are like, Tell me this, tell me this, what's the answer to this? So I have to like get to them quite quickly. They're all kind of waiting for like 3.30 when I might wake Mm. up, which is what it is here. Um, So no, Have you you got anything that you're ritually habitual about? Have I got... Plucking my eyebrows is my thing. Like if I was on a desert island, the only thing, no, two things, lip balm and plucking my eyebrows and tweezers for plucking my eyebrows I it it's the thing I don't even I'm not one of those trendy eyebrow people I don't I'm just looking at both your eyebrows you've got lovely oh, natural don't ones. look closely no mine. you're both very natural I can't stand that eyebrow craze of big square slugs it's so horrible oh, the sort of like the Cara Delevingne yeah. inspired so just can't bear it but I am obsessed with my eyebrows like I do pluck them every day and I put just a little bit of brown eyeshadow on them so that's my God, thing I'm every not... morning I pluck my eyebrows okay. so we all have our version of the order of service yeah it's just yeah. yours is very specific i know i'm really feeling weird now i thought Don't feel when, weird. When, no, you said, are weird. when you when Lin, <laughs> when Lindsay said yeah let's talk about this let's talk about this i thought i was like you know i had a, a, a sister in arms here but no she just wanted no, to no, laugh no, at no, me. no 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 i don't want to laugh at you i am a great fan of and actually i do do it i just never put a name to it before or even noticed it but i am a great fan of doing things in the way i've always done them which I guess makes me sound like a quite a boring person. But in that sort of, you just, you know it can be done without you thinking about it. I love that thing. You know, it's like I do that. That's my tube journey to work is just doing it without thinking about it. Yeah. So I think it's a version of that. So um, in this instance, are you saying, hey, I'm okay? Hey, you are okay. Oh, you're okay. But can I just, Thanks, so that I, just so I have a full visual, I want to know, when you like wash under each arm and doing that, what's in your hand? Have you got like a sponge? No, with it's my shower raw gel? hand, baby. With a shower gel or a yeah. soap? Oh, shower gel. Lather right. it up. Okay, now yeah. I know. Yeah. Now I know. Okay, anything else? How often do you shave your legs? Oh, gosh. I, they're not very hairy. No, not me. Oh, so you. maybe a couple of times a month. Okay. Sorry, Ross. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I'm done now. I've done all my questions about your ablutions. Thank you very much. All right. I'll let you know if anything changes. Do, yeah. do. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, now we've sorted that out. Um, what other deep and meaningful <laughs> topics do you want to talk about, Linz? Well, well, we could talk about trivial things yeah as as we've discussed about getting it hey it's okay to get really annoyed about trivial things and actually this goes back to me liking to do my tube journey in a very uniform orderly way that I do it every morning so I don't have to think about it if somebody just stands in the wrong place at the tube platform this is gonna make me sound like a loon isn't it yeah but it 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 can I can get welled up into this enormous fury about it. I mean, I probably need to seek some sort of help for this, but little trivial things like people walking really slowly along the pavement, I can get myself so and re- wound up. And reading their phone at and the same time. And reading their phone at That's the same my time. Pet thing. But, but lots of trivial things really <laughs> annoy me. And I do think it's okay because sometimes I think it's where I let off little bursts of sheer fury that I just need to get rid of through the day. Yes. So hang on, are you, are you saying that when someone stands in your spot on the platform, you have a go at them? Oh, no, I don't actually have a go at them. I just seethe inwardly. You just, fe- you just feel the fury. Oh, I feel the fury. You just and push then... them onto the track. Uh, yeah, but yeah. no, I don't really. Um, no, I just, I, I, I get really, really furious about it momentarily. And it makes me forget about the serious thing that I was probably worrying about. And also it's gone very quickly because I've usually forgotten about it by the time I get on the tube. So I can just get really momentarily yeah. annoyed by something. And then move on. I think it's just little canisters of stress that mm. get released throughout the day. What's more annoying than getting annoyed about trivial things are the kind of people who walk around with this kind of grin on their face. They say, don't stress about the small stuff. Calm down. No. Smile through it. I'm like, can I swear? Mm. Fuck off. That, like, just when you know when you're walking down the street and someone's like, smile. All this oh. kind of stuff. Like, it's really natural and really important to get stressed about little things. Yeah. And just like release tension throughout the day that way. Because I don't believe it when people say that life doesn't stress them out. And not in you... London anyway. God, if you don't get stressed in London, then you've got to be on. Well, something. you're not human if you yeah. don't get stressed in London. But also, I'm sure that you will be able to relate to this. It's like if you maybe you know try and make a sometimes to diffuse the tension of those moments I might make a joke on Twitter about something and then I always get somebody telling me I'm moaning about first world problems oh that first world problems is the worst <laughs> <I've> <laughs> that's really? the most annoying thing out of all oh of them God. that's enough to send me into a molten rage <laughs> I got one, rage, one yeah. where I got loads of first world problems when we first moved into this this whole like first two sentences of what I'm going to say is going to make me sound like a complete dick so I'm not even going to apologise at this point when I first moved into our house in LA there was a gardener who was drunk all the time and did a really bad job now I have a garden it's a house that doesn't make me an idiot but I said on Twitter I just had to sack the gardener because he's always drunk or something like that now honestly the the grief that I got for firstly the fact that I own a house that has a garden was unbearable to so many people. Secondly, the fact that I was going to take away this person's job. Now, I, I love to employ people and I'm very fair and all this, but I was annoyed with this guy because he didn't turn up. And when he did turn up, he was hammered and he was just absolutely useless and the garden looked like a jungle. So I'd said this and I got so much grief for being annoyed about it, yeah. for doing this. And I was like, 
oh, I think I learned my lesson there. And then I did it again another time where I complained because Ocado didn't deliver three important ingredients for my dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, if it had been a Tesco <laughs> delivery, no one would have cared. But I was like, bloody hell, Ocado. You yeah. missed up my Tabasco and my paprika. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do my dinner party. And everyone oh. went like, well, not everyone, but so many people just went absolutely <laughs> ballistic at me. And I was like, okay, I did sound like really pretentious, but it was really annoying. But the irony is that those people were getting annoyed about something trivial. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> you that's it. offered them the gift of momentary yeah. fury yeah. Yes. to let go and take yeah. it out on you. I, I don't, I really resent that idea that if you are having a pop about something like that or you're annoyed about, I mean, my thing is loud eaters. Oh. I got a car from, um, oh my God, I had a driver from the airport in Milan when we went to the show. So God, I'm, an, I'm an asshole. But, um, and uh, he chewed gum like this the whole way. No. No, no. For 40 minutes. No, no. And I think that just because that annoys me, it doesn't mean I don't care about real problems. Yes. Or that I'm I'm ranking that problem over something much bigger. You're allowed, as you say, you're allowed to have those little venting yes, absolutely. moments. And also, if and something like that is annoying you, it's really hard to get it out of your head because you're in a car with this person and they're making a really annoying noise. Yeah. I, read, I read somewhere that being annoyed by loud chewing is, is a brain disorder of mine. But, um, yeah, I, yeah. So you actually, when you realised that you were so, you Googled it. No, no, no. <laughs> just something popped up on Facebook and I was like, oh my God, that's me. But, oh. you know, it's, um, yeah. It's, I can't help it. No, it's really annoying. It's okay to be annoyed with people and it's okay to have little rages and it's okay to find the small stuff really irritating. We were just saying downstairs, like if you've planned for ages, you're going to a party and you've planned your lipstick with your dress for ages and then you get to that party and you realise you've forgotten your lipstick. It's okay to find that really annoying Absolutely. and to be gutted that your outfit wasn't the right thing. And some people will interpret that as vanity and it is and being vain's okay, but it's okay to be pissed off about it. Mm. Maybe just don't talk about it all night. <laughs> Yeah. Or, or, just try are, are you speaking from personal experience here? <laughs> but just try and talk about something else. So just saying that everybody doesn't think we're sort of like trivial little princesses. What what's the line? What's not okay in terms of fits and fury? Oh. I guess oh. I, I don't know. I guess you just have to eat that rage and accept that you're raging about something stupid and not actually take it out on somebody, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And I think that yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I do think that actually when you said do I um do I actually tell someone off for standing in my spot? I don't because I do recognise that it's my own personal strange way of dealing with being on the tube and it would be unfair of me to swear at a complete stranger in the middle of the rush hour traffic, would it? Yeah, it would, yes, wouldn't it? it? Would. Yeah. That would, and yeah. the fact that I recognise that, I think, you know, is holding me on to being a normal person but um just about yeah we're all okay if we all stick together i think we're okay if we all stick together <laughs> just hold hands at all times and walk around together and i feel a lot of people out there thinking they should avoid the three of us now I think. yeah <laughs> that's fine but i think that's the point isn't it a lot of people pretty much everybody is walking around with little rages going on in their head now it's whether you can control those rages and not put them out there to the world. But it's okay to feel them. If you're walking around going, fuck everyone, I forgot my lipstick, then you're probably being a bit of a dick. Right. Okay. Thanks for that, Dawn. I've nailed Thanks it. Thanks for the clarity. Now you have the answer. Yeah. Leading on for that world-changing discussion about fits of fury and trivial, getting annoyed about trivial things, I want to talk about, Dawn, do you think it's okay to to get 
really upset over little things like, say, crying over a, hair, a bad haircut. Or... That's not a little thing, though, is it? That's your image that someone's messed up for you. And it's, I think it's OK to be self-aware and care about what you look like. And that doesn't have to be a big, oh, I'm so vain and I, you know, it's all I think about. But if you go and have a haircut and you're excited about it, you've spent money on it and someone has messed up your hair that you then have to grow out or do something wild with because, you know, it doesn't work. That is a perfectly reasonable thing to get upset about. But have you ever, I mean, I've been upset about many haircuts in my time and I've <laughs> just smiled and said I loved it and walked Always. out because oh, it's like, every time it's cut now. Well, they can't glue it back on. So I, I, I don't yeah. know how, I do know people who've made a big scene in the hairdressers and I, oh, it oh, just God. sounds awful. But I, I know most people say that, that they, they don't and I very rarely do. I had one experience and this is the one time I actually cried over the haircut as well because it, it was sort of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he was aiming for like a mullet, but meets a sort of, I don't know, it's like a bob and a mullet. It was just awful. And it was, I don't think it was what I asked for. And then, when, so when he showed me the back, I was like, oh. And I am always the polite, oh, I absolutely love it. And then, you know, run around the corner and like fiddle about with it with my hands. But um, but I said, oh, it's not, you know, it's not quite, you know, what I, I look a bit stupid. And he got quite stroppy with me, um, made a very nominal attempt to try and fix it and then went, okay, so if you still really hate it in like two weeks time, you can come back. Oh my God. And that's when I went around the corner and cried. Yeah. Because it was the one time in my life that I think I'd stuck up for myself in that situation and it backfired so horribly and I looked stupid Mm. um, to, to him and in real life with my hair because my hair looked awful I mean I'm in love with my hairdresser now he's just oh. I, I do I adore hi George I adore him but um Ross oh, knows about this one. oh yeah 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 but um I you know I've had some awful experiences at the hairdresser yeah. specifically like this guy who once said to me over and over again during a haircut well I mean because I did have quite short hair it's like I mean I'll do what I can, but you know your hair's so short for a woman. Oh, I mean, for for, stop for, it. for a woman, That's I just so I don't know what you know. I'll I'll do what I can, sort of a thing. No, yeah. if you're a good hairdresser, have you ever had anything like that? Well, uh, I can't really remember, but my hairdresser is actually a guy called Tim Tim Pateman who did my hair for a glamour shoot once and I liked him so much on the shoot that he is now my hairdresser oh, and um, glamour brings people together I know. it does it yeah. does and it's great so I have him in this it sounds quite dickheadish but I have him in LA and then I have someone else in, in LA but it's always someone, so fancy I am so fancy but I, it's actually they usually do it in my spare room and it's it's brilliant um, so there's very little can go wrong now because I have the same haircut you know, and the two people do it, and so it's always the same. If I ever go to a salon, then it's I usually hate it because it's not what I want. But for such a high maintenance haircut, I get it done very rarely. And also, I hate when I've just had it done. The first thing I do when I've had my haircut is go home and have a shower, and I do it myself. Mm. It's me too. Sorry, George. Yeah, but yeah. I just can't bear yeah. that just stepped out of a salon look when it's really pulled and all straight and quite fine. I need to fill it with like product and build it up to be as big a booth as I can possibly make it. Mm. It's a trademark, isn't it? It is a bit. I mean, I'm not representing my my anything. Your brand. Yeah, I'm like in skinny (laughs) jeans and a new jumper and my hair's up. But I I promise I'm not a fake. I cried. First cried. um, The first time I cried over a haircut was when I was six. My my mother had it all cropped. Honest to God, looked like 11 in Stranger Things. (laughs) And I just stood in front of a mirror and cried and cried. And it was my first sort of like moment of rage against my mother that I remember. Was that a hairdresser who did that or your mum did it? I think my mum was into it. My mum thought it was like really modern, you know, all this sort of thing. But I, you know, a little girl, I had no hair all of a sudden. But has it been short ever since? Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, it never grew back. When I was... um, (laughs) 
when I was sort of like 18 and 19, I had, um, you remember Charlene in Neighbours when she was a mechanic? Yeah. That's oh, a, uh, that's loved a, that look. I had hair like oh, that. Oh, that's the dream. So jealous. Long, and, but permed. Oh, perfect. I mean, I've had some clangers. You'd have been baby. my idol if I'd known you then. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was now, but um, but no, and yeah, and your th- boss then isn't I, your idol. But then I got my or, first or magazine or. job, and they begged me to not have that haircut. <laughs> can, can we can we do? It? Hey, it's okay to ask your staff to change their hair. <laughs> hey, it's not okay to have a big frizzy perm. Yeah, <laughs> they were right. <laughs> they were probably right. But I remember really wanting that haircut as well, just because she was so little and bouncy and cool. Oh, and just like in her wasn't. overalls. She looked great in dungarees, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Like her overalls. It's like, how can she make those look cool? Oh, Kylie. Little did I know. But I, I mean, I always think of you. What have I known you four or five years? You're black strong 60s bob is such a trademark but then i look at photos of you on facebook and you it's it's actually not that long ago that you had like a short reddish yes thing. well i i all my work dried up and i i was very insecure and had an identity crisis so i tried to fix the problem by cutting off all my hair and dyeing it red and it actually didn't work Did it didn't work, work. It was quite fun because also part of the crisis was that I lost about a stone. So I was really skinny. And when you're really skinny and you've got really short hair, it looks great. Like if I did that now, I would just be all chin. But it was um, it was quite fun. I went really, really bright red. And then I kind of one day just thought, I'm just not, this isn't who I am. And so mm. now I have exactly the same haircut that I had when I was seven. So if you turn up one day with cropped red hair, that's when I should worry. Well, actually, what? Yes, definitely. But yeah. what I think, I'm always going to have the bob. But I quite, I might mess around with some colour. I've got, I do love that peroxide grey oh yeah and I think if I start going grey soon then I will do that Mm. so I might that but the style will never change it's who I am in it well that and that's why people get upset when it all goes wrong because your hairstyle for a lot of people is your identity and you know if somebody doesn't get that it's it's you know it's annoying it's horrible yeah Yeah. it's annoying and it is such for a lot of people it is a security blanket Mm. isn't it I mean I don't I don't know her at all but there must be a reason that Anna Wintour Always has. It's quite similar to yours. Well, she's always copying me. That's why. <laughs> if she would just get off my case, she uh, also no. follows everything I do. She's like, Dawn, you're so cool, so trendy. I just want to be more like you. Just suddenly turns up with a bob it's again. Like, mobile phones, all her outfits to yeah. Dawn before she goes to I'm the like, shows. Anna, pull yourself yeah. together. Yeah. This is just embarrassing. Yeah. Actually, she was sitting in front of us at the Tony Awards a couple of years ago, and she had sunglasses on. You know, as those Danny, and I was annoyingly starstruck because I've I've just. Just simply because I think she's quite she's scary. She's big news. She's, she's big news. the mother of fashion. Yeah. yeah. But also the mother of pretty much everything that I have no interest in as well. So I was like, but I still just thought, I want Anna to notice me. And oh, I wonder if she'll notice my hair. And of course, she just stormed past me with her sunglasses on. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> you know. Well, but, um, you know. Yeah. Look, it's this editor's got you back. Yes. Yes. Right. Don't go flirting with those American Vogue I won't. I won't. No. I won't go anywhere near here. If she would just stay away from me for five minutes, give me some peace. <laughs> it's gla- She's glamorous for life. This one. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Oh yes. But you're not going anywhere. Thank you for coming to our cupboard. Of course. It was nice to see you in a real capacity, as opposed to you know on the page. That was an awkward <laughs> sentence, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't really. I think there's a compliment in there. It was ni- <laughs> I'm no, nice. Nice sure. to see you guys. Nice to see you too. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Glamour's Hey, It's OK podcast. And we'd love you to visit iTunes and subscribe. Leave a review if you like, especially if it's a nice one, if you like what you hear. And we want to hear from you guys. If you've got some ideas about any topics you want us to discuss and debate very, very seriously about whether or not they're OK, tweet us at Glamour Mag UK using the hashtag Hey, It's OK. 
If you just can't get enough of us and you want to see some behind-the-scenes pictures of this glamorous pod cupboard, then you need to get onto Instagram and search the hashtag GlamourHeyIt'sOkay. Finally, I just want to say thanks very much to our friends at Wired Magazine. The Glamour Pod Cupboard is actually their pod cupboard. We love you guys. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.